We tried doing a video podcast. <laughs> We've tried a few times, I think. Yeah, but we haven't had or hadn't had a sufficient camera. <laughs> yeah. When we first tried this, it was back in Michigan when we had a it's some other Sony camera. We're using a Sony A6400 right now. Mm. And I don't remember what the other one and NEX it's sitting up there. And for taking photos, I think it was fine. Wasn't great, wasn't bad. It's old. I think at this point it's probably I don't know, 10 years old. Yeah, but there's something about it, uh, like the capacity that it has for recording videos that prevented us from recording anything beyond, like, in the upper teen minutes. Uh, it wasn't a capacity thing. Okay. It's a it's a tax thing. I don't really understand why, but there's a limit on cameras, mm -hmm. still image cameras. And while they can record video and they have the capacity to, there's some... I don't know the ins and outs of it, but if it's classified as a camera, not a camcorder or a video camera, then it has a cap. And I think the cap on most cameras is 30 minutes for whatever reason. It's some okay, European so it's tax capacity. thing. No, it has nothing to do with capacity. Um, I think that one also was overheating. I was talking to a guy at Best Buy. He's like, well, it's it easier to... It was getting really hot. Yeah, it was getting really hot. And it had the little overheating icon on it. When I mentioned <laughs> the overheating heat thing, he said, well, it's probably not overheating. It's just it's easier to tell people it's an overheating thing. And I said, no, I'm pretty sure ours was actually overheating. It, I mean, it was physically hot, quite hot. Yeah. Like if you ever, if you ever play a, a phone game or something that's really resource intensive. I've, I've had a few on my phone and it just bogs it down because I'm trying to play a newer game on an old phone and it just doesn't do well. And it, I mean uncomfortably hot in your hand where you think, oh, there's a there's a problem here. It's not supposed to do this. Hmm. And so you shut the game down. Same kind of thing happened with the camera. But this camera, one of the big reasons that we purchased it yesterday is because of the unlimited record time. And I've seen various people doing reviews and having it set up and just recording and time-lapse thing, and it's gone for hours and hours, and it, the battery drains before <laughs> they end recording. <laughs> or they run out of capacity or something. Hmm. Um, and they're recording the few times I've seen it as well in, in 4K, and I'm not doing it. I think this is 1080p. 4K is, it's basically a gig a minute. I'm sorry, not a gig, not a gig. Jeez, that would, that's insane. Um, a megabyte? A megabyte. Or no, no, kilobyte. No, it is, a, it is a gig a minute, because I recorded a 40-second video, and it was uh, 500 megabytes. Yeah, so it is a gig a minute. There's a, we have a 128 gigabyte card in there, so we could record two hours of 4K, just continuous. Which is huge. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine trying to upload that. <clears throat> we have incredible internet as far as uploads go, but yeah, I don't, I don't even, I don't have anything to see 4K and we don't, but our, our computer monitors don't go that high. The laptop, this ancient thing that I've, I'm using here, doesn't. Uh, my newer MacBook doesn't. My MacBook definitely doesn't. My newer MacBook, the 2017 one, it looks a hell of a lot better than this one. <laughs> but it's not 4K better. I've seen 4K at Best Buy on TVs, and it, it looks, it's, it's nice. It's good. But, yeah, I don't really see the point in recording in 4K. 
if I can't see it. And I don't. I imagine most people don't have the the ability to see. Currently, stuff in 4K. maybe in a few years, it'll yeah, be different. But yeah. why would you need to watch a podcast in 4K? A 1080p is plenty. Yeah, not only do you have to have the means, the uh, the hardware, but you have to have the internet that can pipe it into you. Yeah, and it's. I don't think a lot of people have that. I hope this sounds okay because we're sharing this one mic and we're doing this in our living room, whereas before when we were doing it just audio, we were in the closet, which was literally on the other side of this wall. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of clothing in there, a big moving blanket that I got from work. And so that was draped behind us. So there's a lot of stuff catching errant sounds that would be bouncing around, which I had, eh, they probably are here. And we're, we're sharing one mic, so we should be about this far away, each of us to this mic. And me even closer. And that would just be really awkward, <laughs> just both of us here. Hey, yeah. Hello. Hi. So we are piecing this together, but I've always been of the mindset to just pull the trigger, go do something as opposed to not move, make something happen, figure it out once you go along. The settings on this camera, I spent hour and a half two hours today watching videos trying to figure out what's the best setting going through stuff there's a lot of stuff in there and i don't know in there in in the in the in the the, well in the internet yeah and in the camera multiple menus with each having multiple pages within them and so i don't know all of the things like shutter speed and frame rate and iso and all the stuff that i'm still not sure about yeah but part of the reason why I suggested we even just sit down and do this is so that we can see what this looks like. Yeah. So it might be total garbage. <laughs> we don't know. But I mean, see what it looks like and then change. Worst case scenario, we don't use the video. Mm. Yeah. So. Mm. Did I cut you off? Mm-mm. No? Okay. We were walking. We went on a walk today. And maybe you can tell but we don't live in the nicest apartment. (laughs) It's not bad. It's not a mobile home, which some people did think when we were streaming on Twitch for a short while. Oh, yeah, a double wide kind of mobile, like a trailer park mobile home. I understand. I mean, there's wood paneling over here that I'm touching to my left. Mm -hmm. It's... Behind us. Oh, no, never mind. Not behind us. It's on some of the walls. Maybe you can't see it. It's got a 70s vibe. Um, A lot of the appliances, well, maybe just the vent hood mm-hmm. is is from the 70s <laughs> mm, yeah it might even be from the 60s it, it's it's old yeah um but the price is right for where we're at um so the way we found this place i don't know if we've told this story in our podcast i feel like we may have i think we touched on it but when we were moving back to seattle from our adventure out east we had found a place on Craigslist, as I have found every place I have lived since moving out of my 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 parents' home back when I was 18, 17, 18, when I first moved out. And so Craigslist has never done me wrong. Looked online. Oh, don't scratch too much. It'll sound in here. Okay. Um, looked online. Yeah, looked online for a place before we were out here. We knew the area, so we knew where we wanted to live. I knew where I was going to be working, so I wanted to be within that area somewhere close-ish, not miles and miles away that I was going to have to drive and commute every day. Because if you were going to have to drive when we didn't know where you were going to be working, Mm -hmm. then 
that could cause a whole other problem. So if we could live at least a decent distance from like a walking distance, 15, 30 minute walking distance from where I work or where I was going to be working at the time, then you would have the car to go wherever you needed to if, if, if that need arose. Seattle's pretty bikeable. So that was also a thing. So we went online, looked, found a place that wasn't far at all. It was, I think, about a mile. I think it was just shy of a mile from where I work. Seemed fine. We knew the area. It wasn't a bad area. It was an okay area on the, 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 on the bottom, the northern side of Queen Anne Hill. Saw pictures. It all seemed fine. Well, we get out here, and you noticed the, the smell right away. Yeah, it was just the reeked of cigarettes. Like somebody, I've lived, no, I haven't lived, but uh, my great aunt used to smoke in this cabin that she lived in, mm. and she would just chain smoke all day. That's all she did was sit at this card table and chain smoke and play like bingo games on her little, uh, yeah. Like that's just, what she did from wake up to... Kind of like what she ended up doing after her husband passed away. She just kind of withered away. I don't even know if she's still alive, but... Um, okay. Yeah, she she would just sit and, and the walls were yellowed and walking into that apartment smelled exactly like walking into her cabin. Oh, it was, it was very obviously a smoker had lived there and smoked in there was at it, least once. It was the cigarette. same intensity, really? It was. I, I don't. I, I don't know. Oh, okay, I mean, I the same intensity. Well, I mean, the 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 scene that you've described where your aunt smokes sounds like it was just. I mean, permeated everything there. Yeah, I mean, like the, there were there was a a light that hung over the card table, okay, and like smoke would just billow up and around it and just like Oof. fill the room. Okay, it was disgusting, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, it smelled similar. Like if You're, she hadn't smoked that day, and we were to walk in, the family that's members what of yours like. they, that smoked, they didn't smoke indoors. They would always go outside. No. They, they would also smoke indoors, but they would smoke by the fireplace. Okay, so it or didn't have that like same kind of just room. lingering yeah. stench. And it was a much bigger spot as well, so I guess there's room for it to move, and maybe you had AC. Did you have AC there? At my mom's house? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, we go in there. It, it smells. It's not pleasant. Um, I was starting to get a little lightheaded, un- uncomfortable, a little bit of a headache because... I just, I'm, I'm not a fan of the smell of smoke. I used to smoke for about a year. I quit. I, th- it disgusts me now. And so we're in there and we're going, I, can we do this? We don't have any other place lined up. We, we have we, all of our stuff's in a U-Haul trailer in the parking lot right now. We, we, we were, <laughs> I wouldn't know about half unloaded, but a third unloaded at this point. We're just going, this, this is not good. We can't do this. Yeah, this was the same day that we drove into Seattle after being gone for almost two years. Yeah. A year and a half. Yeah. So we were in this situation. It was kind of interesting because on the one hand, having gone across the country to Maine and then to Michigan and lived in a half dozen different places in Michigan, if you count all the Airbnbs and then the place <laughs> that we stayed at. I just forget about that. <laughs> on the one hand, I knew, okay, if we say we can't live here, we'll figure something out. I know that. But on the other hand, we wouldn't have been in that position had we never left. I, I'm i glad that we did it oh, all yeah. in all and have learned what we did and just grew as people. And so we went, we walked off and we had a little chat and we said, you know, 
what are you thinking? And we both kind of said, no, we, we can't do this. This is, <laughs> this is horrible. And so um, I got on Craigslist. I started looking right then. I found a place that had been posted. I think it was two or three hours prior from me finding the listing. You know, it, it says on Craigslist. I don't know if you know this, but it says how long ago it was posted up to 24 hours, maybe 23. And then it says one day and then it's just two days, three days, four days a week, whatever. So this was posted two or three hours before I found it. I call the lady answers. Have you, you know, can we see the place? Oh yeah, sure. Come on over. So we tell the guy, Hey, we can't, we can't do this. We we're we're going to go and see this other place. We had told him right then and there we're not, we can't do this before we had even seen this place. Mm-hmm. We come over here, we walk in, no smell of smoke. It's again, not amazing. It's a basement apartment. There's no laundry on site. So we have to go to the laundromat, which is a half a block away or a no, block. No, it's like three blocks away, but okay, it's, it's very close. It's not that far. <laughs> um, if we had to walk it, it would be unpleasant, but not undo, not terrible. I mean, we throw our stuff in the SUV and yeah. we're there in 30 a seconds, a minute. Yeah. yeah. And then unload, do the laundry, come back here. It's, it's not bad. It's, it's not. No, it's not bad. It's not having to shove all of our dirty clothes into our bike panniers and bike a mile or two or however far away it was yep. that we lived. Yeah. Uh, do laundry and then come back. That that uh, was that. when we did that in the past before we had a, a car. I said, I'm never doing the laundromat again. So when we found out that this place, that was the option for washing your clothes. Like, oh, my God. But OK, we've got a car. It's it's, it's doable. It's OK. And, and the price is, I, I don't, I, it's much lower than anywhere else than we found in, in all of Seattle. I don't think you can really find a place that's under twelve or 1300 for a studio apartment now. Yeah, and all of our utilities are included. Yeah, and we pay less than that. We pay 1100 a month. And so it's... It's fine by me. Yeah, it's nuts. Like there are other things that I would change about it, sure. Mm-hmm. But for now, I don't know, while we're just kind of floating around, <laughs> waiting till something sticks. Yeah. It's okay. It works. It works. And honestly, moving out, uh, living outside of Seattle and also visiting family members that live out of the city, I'm more open to not living in a big city. I would because... like to not live in a big city. Yeah. I would love to live outside of Seattle. My... my dream the 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 this mythical future that i have in mind involves me writing doing multiple creative endeavors not just one thing i in the past i had this idea where i was writing stories and that's what what makes money i send my agent says hey when's the book going to be ready Dell? i want to let the people know oh it should be ready by the end of the month oh that's great and we'll get it off to the editor so we can we, they can expect it by summer next year yeah it sounds good now that's what I do. And every year there's a new book that comes out and then a collection of short stories and maybe they go people go to my website to check out stuff and that pays for our existence. Well, that's changed as time has gone on. That's still an appealing idea in addition to things like our YouTube channel doing stuff and, and making stuff. We, we don't really have an idea of where this, our, our aim, we were watching a video today about how to grow your channel and, and you, you gotta have an aim and you gotta have a thing. As I was thinking about that, I was thinking, what what is our our angle? I'll I'll get on that in a minute. So my my mythical life involves us living somewhere outside of Seattle, like 
not more than a two hour drive away. And once a week, once every few weeks, I don't know, sometimes I still come back to the job that I work at now. But it's a, I mean, it's a very part, very part time basis. But it's like I said, it's just to keep myself grounded in reality. It's like some of the, the, the guys that work there now, there's one guy in particular. And he works at a different job, a contractor job, but then he comes in as it suits him, I guess, when he, when he makes himself available to come in and, and work there. Hmm. That's how I would prefer to work there. Just a, a Tuesday here and there, a, a Monday or whatever, just to, just so I'm not off in the clouds and, and then picking up those stories from the, the wacky individuals that come in and not needing the job and being just more carefree about it and, and loose when I'm there and just happy to be there because, hey, I get to see these people and kind of have the social circle here. But then what's paying our bills is multiple revenue streams, nothing that's making a million dollars, just ka-chunk, 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 but $1,000 here from some writing project. Maybe I'm helping some people with uh, critiquing stuff. I I think that in the few that I've done, I have grown. Like the most recent one that I did with that crooked lady, I gave the guy three actionable things that he could do. Because I can't stand it when people are giving, they have this advice video, some advice thing, (laughs) and they don't actually give you any advice. We were listening to Tim Dillon rant about Gary V, and he was talking, I don't know where this was, but Tim Dillon was saying that Gary V was talking to some TikTok or YouTube star, and she was saying, well, do you think that I should go in this new direction? And Gary V's like, well, I don't know. That's not what you're doing now, and what you're doing now is working, so will this new thing work for you? It could, so maybe you should, but it also might not, so maybe you shouldn't. Cool, what do I do with that? Well, you know. I mean, part of the issue with trying to get advice from just like a random YouTube video or whatever is that there it's not personal advice. So you have the privilege of being able to speak to one individual about this one piece of writing sure but i could say that for somebody anyone watching that could take at least the first two things that i talked about i don't remember now uh what the third thing was but the first thing was put your writing into something like google docs or something that's going to check your spelling errors and many grammatical things and little things like in that story he had pray p-r-e-y well if you had that in google docs it's going to underline that blue like are you sure this is what you mean Given the context of this, we're pretty sure you mean P-R-A-Y, which is exactly what it means. Like, I I prayed that this wouldn't be my last night in the hospital or or something like that. I don't remember the exact sentence, but that anyone can do that with their writing. So anybody watching that can be like, oh, geez, yeah, I should totally do that. I've just been writing all my little stories on Reddit and it doesn't catch anything like that. It, It I write in Chrome, so it catches spelling errors, but doesn't catch all that grammatical stuff or the extra space any of that stuff and the second thing was look for the strength of your story or 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 decide where you want to focus your efforts he was kind of sort of all over the place with what was going on yeah it being a short story there was too much there was focus on his relationship the main character's relationship with his family and then possibly death and then also this weird creature thing maybe right that might not be real right i was picking him apart or putting leeches on him yeah was it was she a dream was she in his coma was she really there unclear and she wasn't scary at all he was kind of gross but it wasn't wasn't scary because within i i it was 47 words she'd appeared so there was no uh 
suspense. It was just, and I was laying in hospital in my hospital bed, and then the crooked lady appeared. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> whatever. As opposed to hearing noises, and then he's this tension is building, and he's wondering, well, what is that sound? And am I in a coma? I, I I vaguely remember hitting my head in the in the car accident, but how to? Where am I right now? And I can't feel my body. And what is the sound? And I, I can't even turn my head to, to look to see what's coming my way. And ah, oh, it's a scraping, nails on chalkboards, creaking glass. And Yeah, I just recall leaving after you were finished reading that aloud, mm. thinking, okay, well, what next? Or like, what did I just experience? Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to take from this? What am this? I supposed to be feeling here? Because I don't feel fear. I don't feel worry. It's just kind of, all right. Okay. So anyone watching that video could take those, those two pieces of advice. And again, I don't remember what my third one was, but they could take those two pieces of advice and go, oh yeah, I I could, I I could do that with my own story. Mm. Um, It definitely, you're right though, that it does help if you have a direct connection to somebody and you're talking explicitly about their thing. Mm -hmm. If it's a nutrition thing and they tell you what their diet is like and you say, well, you definitely need to cut out as much sugar as you're drinking. The the three two liters of Mountain Dew a day, it's not doing you any favors. <laughs> I probably, promise you, that's it's probably good advice to take. Just <laughs> dropping that down to at least two would be a good good place to start. Get get some water in there. Yeah, but if Sally has cellulite and it runs in her family, mm. yeah, but she's looking to eliminate it, she's like listening to Megan who doesn't have cellulite at all and her family members don't either mm. you're probably not going to learn anything as Sally yeah because Megan's just going to be telling you to did that moth just come out of my hat <laughs> I don't know came out of the woodwork I lifted my hat and a moth goes it flying by on the bill. I don't it could have been yeah and now I just did the thing that I can't stand doing where I said earlier, I was talking about my dream future, and I went on a little rabbit trail, and now I don't remember what that was. Well, I think you had kind of stepped in while I was speaking, and you said you don't want to live in the city at all. Ideally, you would have multiple ventures, and you would get some money from over here, like you would get some money from your critiques. And I think that's what it was. Some uh, writing, yeah. I imagine, would be part of what you want your income to be. Yeah. So, you know, maybe a, a Patreon type thing. Oh, it was the, the direction of our channel. That's right. Uh, we were talking about that. We were watching this this video where the guy was saying, you got to have an idea for what your channel is. He was giving the example of, I don't know, I'm going to get this wrong, but it doesn't really matter. I don't think anybody watching this gives a shit about what I'm about to say. Some channel that focuses on over 40 women's fashion. Okay. That's a very specific thing. There's tech channels that focus on reviewing the latest gadgets and phones that come out. There's channels that are strictly related to uh, video games. Jim Sterling, he does critiques of journalism and and it's all video game related. A lot of video game reviews. Uh, Total Biscuit did the the same kind of stuff. It's all video game related. He had a few different things that he did like what the fuck is, WTF is. Hmm. And then he would do a 40 minute video talking to you about some game. They were usually lesser known games or kind of middle tier, not like super indie stuff. Sometimes I think he did that, but I don't think he was doing what the fuck is Battlefield 5, yeah. what the fuck <laughs> is Call of Duty, what the fuck that is Overwatch. Sense. It's like, Actually, if you don't know what that is, the then you don't play video games. Yeah. yeah. Something 
again, not not super obscure, like, oh, I had to go down three pages on the Steam Community Workshop page to find this strange thing that they're saying is a game, and I'm not sure how they're getting away with that. Uh, but Yeah, there's that. There's the Girlfriend Reviews right. channel where it's just this girlfriend talking about watching her boyfriend play video games. Right, and her experience with it. They did <laughs> Which one. is actually pretty funny. They did one where it's a Switch. Oh, and where, he was talking about her? Yeah, because he, <laughs> she was looking forward to Animal Crossing, the uh, new one just over uh, the moon about it, and he was... He could not stand it, and he had all these questions like, why can't you do this? Why doesn't this happen? How come that? And she's like, it's just fun. I want to go and see my friends. God. It was it was pretty good. Um, yeah. So that's, yeah, that, that's another thing. It's it's That's a very niche thing. And I thought when we were watching that, what what in the hell do are we doing? And I was thinking, this is all this sounds really broad so i don't know how to narrow it down but clarity in storytelling whether that, whether that be in writing i'm trying to help people write better and also in in speech there's a lot of muddy speech that happens there's a lot of mud, muddy communication that happens there's muddy communication from me all the time and you, when you experience it, throw that mud back in my face and say, hey, no, do it again. Well, that's how I give you the cigarette burn. You spoke out of line <laughs> and I burned her because, well, like I because said, I used to smoke. that's what a real man does. I don't smoke anymore. I burn her with the cigarettes. <laughs> now, what does that come from? That was your bike? Consider it. No, I was making pizza <laughs> oh, okay. with the cast iron pan in ah. the oven, which is a great method. It was good. It was, yeah. I. It was. <laughs> Just not when you burn yourself. Yeah. Well, that's never good. Yeah, I was, I cut my, oh, no, I didn't cut myself. Somebody else cut themselves on a piece of cardboard. And I said, I hate those cuts. They were, we were unloading some stuff. Uh, cardboard cuts, paper cuts, both. I think cardboard may be a little bit worse because the cardboard, it's thicker and yeah. it's just, it's meatier, but also glass cuts. Paper, cardboard, right, right up there, cardboard being a little bit worse in glass. Ugh. The only reason I don't like glass so much, I mean, not that I like cuts at all, but <laughs> glass, kind of I, I, like? I worry that Razors. there's more glass inside of me. Yeah. Like little shards. It's just I can't stop thinking about that. And same with the paper. I mean, I can eventually stop thinking about it. But when it happens, I think. You're still thinking about uh, all of those cuts. and uh, Yeah. And I think. That in the clarity of storytelling, bring this back around that, just <laughs> stepping away from the whole cut subject, is I have improved, I wouldn't say drastically, but a little bit in my own writing just by doing these critiques. And I I was reminded when I was thinking that the other day how, uh, I don't know who has said it, it's probably been said by many people throughout time, that you don't really know a thing until you can teach other people that thing. I was having... That's one method of learning. Right. Teaching. Oh, yeah, for sure. You'll learn more as you're saying something because then you're having to explain it and you're like, I don't know why I do it that way. And then once you unfold that that reason, you go, oh, that is. And now I see more reasons for doing it that way and it, and it just makes more sense. Mm. I'll oftentimes have completely made up dialogues. I was doing this earlier when we were leaving the store. There are some people... We don't live that far from the up house, the house where the lady oh. refused to sell the property. So there's 
So the movie Up. Yeah, the Pixar movie Up. It has a house in it. Mm-hmm. And the house that that movie is based off of, or story, uh, is in Ballard. Right. Which is... And there's there's these... Part of the town that we live in. Buildings built around it. So there's this... I'm lifting it up, but there's this little space where the house is and all around it is other stuff. There's an LA fitness in there. The Ballard blocks were built around it basically. Yeah, right. <laughs> so there's just this little nested thing because she refused to sell the property. I guess. I don't, I've, I've heard this. I don't, I honestly don't know the details of it. But it's fenced off. It's boarded up. It looks like a hoople haven. Uh, and a hoople, by the way, is. This is common. <laughs> what, nomenclature? Yeah. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a term that I throw around a lot. It started, it's gotten picked up to some degree where I work. Hoople's. Where did you get it from? I got it from Al Swearingen in Deadwood. And he's talking about, I'm pretty sure, the opiate addicts primarily. But I use it as a catch-all term for people that they're not doing so well. They probably shop exclusively at Goodwills, even for their food. Uh, They're on food stamps. They either have or have had, they always qualify for food stamps. As soon as you don't qualify for food stamps, you're stepping out of the hoopla life. You, you cannot, (laughs) it's not possible to fail to qualify for food stamps and yet be a hoople. It's just, that doesn't, it's not possible. Usually the only homes that hooples will find themselves living in are abandoned homes. Tents. Um, tents. Tarps, uh, cardboard boxes, like safe houses, maybe, but again, RVs kind of on their way out of the hoopla life. Yes, RVs are the number one. Vans, hoople cars, home. vans. I don't know. Uh, if, I don't know about RVs being the number one. Tents, no. I'd say, are number one. Or cars. Yeah, there's a tents. lot of tents or tent-like things. More like shanty towns that yeah. are built under freeways, mm-hmm. overpasses. There was a whole area referred to as the jungle. It was under a long stretch of the I-5 here in Seattle. That was Hoopleville. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to that was very near, yeah. sum it up. Um, but the, 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 the up house looks like a Hoople haven. It, if it was occupied by Hooples, it would be a Hoople haven. <laughs> I don't know if I've said Hoople as many times in such a short period of time as I have just now. Um, but there's people out front of it. They put balloons there. There's a, there was a guy who was trying to get his dog. I went to, to, to the a store that was near there a few days ago, and he's got his dog, and he's trying to get the dog. to. The dog just wanted to go inside. It was this old, sad, floppy dog, and it was just it just wanted to take a nap. It was 85 degrees out there. For Seattle, and for Seattle, that's toasty. Um, and the entire area is just covered by cement. <laughs> seems so uncomfortable. Yeah, the dog just, it did not, it was like some old, slightly overweight basset hound kind of thing with long droopy ears <laughs> the guy's trying to get, 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 bite the the, the, the the balloons and the dog's kind of, uh, trying to get it and he would step back and the dog would just go try to take a nap again guy's taking pictures and then we go to the store today and we see a family out there some kids and they're posing and the mom's stepping out into the street looking for traffic to try take pictures of these kids and that's right. I remembered where I was going with this. Do you do you know? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I made up a whole dialogue. And it was, why are you 
it was imaginary me having a conversation with imaginary her. So why are you taking pictures of this place? Oh, well, we heard that it was here in Seattle and it's just so cool. What makes it cool? Well, I mean, it's the it's the house that was in Up. All right. So it, that's it. I mean, it's not it, it may be based off of that, but it it's it's that that was a digital thing. So why are you taking pictures of this house? Oh, because, yeah. I mean, if it's in a movie, that makes it cool. So things that are in movies are cool. And I just went on for about, you know, two, three And the original minutes. dialogue was better than this yeah, that's retelling. Yeah, wasn't very good, as but. is usually the case. <laughs> um, but you'll do that commonly. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it'll, I think, make sense. I mean, it'll be nonsense, but it'll be nonsense that makes sense. It'll actually go somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. Yes. Um, and so my point to all of this is that storytelling is important and being clear in your storytelling. And I don't even necessarily mean that it's, it's a fictitious story or something that you made up. You could just be telling your wife about your plan for the day. She asks you, what are you doing for today? And you could go, well, um, the lawn was, it's growing and, um, uh, Rob called last night and he was wanting to um, do you know where the leash is? I need to take uh, yeah, Bobby that, for a, a walk. That's a really bad story. A, I, I, I would say that you could what you could use my examples as kind of a better example. Just you asking me what do you, was your plan for the day? Oh, well I'm going to draw and I'm going to you know, make a thumbnail and I'm going to clean and, and make lunch for tomorrow and, you know, maybe go for a walk. Mm-hmm. That's my story. Okay. But what does that look like? Yeah. And when are you going to do these things? Yeah. It's, mm. it's been a, a, a recent thing where I'll ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I was about to say her, but I want to, I'm not really sure where to direct this, but I, I like, I think we, we've talked about this too. And we've decided that <laughs> talking to each other, not the audience. I mean, referring sometimes to the audience, like maybe you've heard of this would make sense. But if we're, if I'm talking about you, I think it, it makes the most sense to refer to you. So I, I agree with that in all social situations, if the person is present. Yeah, right, right. It's just, this is not a typical social situation. It's kind of strange. Well, it's becoming more and more normal. Yeah, I guess so. But we, um, there's there's been a number of situations throughout our time together where you're doing something which is always the case somebody's always doing something and so when i say she's doing something i guess that's that's a given she could be sitting and staring at a wall and that's doing something am what i actively doing? doing something sometimes yes sometimes no okay and yeah sometimes you'll just be kind of like pondering something or, or mindlessly flicking through your phone or washing dishes. So the, the the degree of what you're doing varies. And so I'll come along, ask you a question or say something, and it's received in a less than neutral way, meaning not positively, but not even on a scale of one to 10, five being just, I come up and say, hey, do you want to go on a walk? And, ten, and five being, um, I don't know, I'll have to think about that. 10 being, I couldn't be happier to go on a walk. Woo! Winning the lottery. What's a zero? 
uh, or one, one or zero, whatever the lowest on end of the scale is, is just, I guess, breaking down crying. I just, oh. or, or becoming some, some negative emotion, maybe just, <laughs> I think I'm going to go kill myself now. Or, or. What about screaming at you? Why would you? Ask me that. Yeah, some, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Throw over, something just, at yeah, you. Throw, just start breaking. <laughs> How, How dare you? Dare you ask these questions of me? Something like that. Oh my gosh, somebody somewhere is like that. Oh yeah, Ugh. hoopals do that. I've seen That's it. Hoople. That is that absolute hoople activity. We just point to various things that come up in conversation yeah. and say, "That's a hoople." You don't want to be a hoople. It, it, and I'm speaking to the audience here. We hope you don't want to be a hoople. <laughs> no, you don't. The hoopals don't want to be hoopals. They might enjoy certain aspects of the hoople life, but they don't really, if they could get those same aspects while also not living the hoople life, I don't know why they would. I mean, it doesn't make sense. If you could do all the drugs you wanted and live in a nice place and have good food provided for you, why would you want to live in filth? I don't It's a good question. And I'm not saying that these people have those options available to them. I'm just saying if it was, if somebody came along, if Jeff Bezos said, hey, I will pay you. Honestly, if he said, I'll, I was about to say, I'll pay you a million dollars a year and you can do whatever you want with it. I'm pretty sure that a lot of those people would be dead by the end of the first year. <laughs> I don't know if they'd last that long. Which I've thought that Bezos could solve the hoople, the national homeless hoople crisis. And I wasn't thinking that he would do it that way, but I think that would work. Bezos? It's just a suggestion. It could be the new Ozium and Dias. It could work. And I bet it wouldn't even cost you a million per person. You could probably get away with 10 grand. You just say, at the beginning of 2021, you will have 10 grand into in what I'll give you a debit card with it. I don't think... A debit card? No, they so, need cash. Okay, cash. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think more than 50% survive the end of that month. Okay. Why are we here? <laughs> Why are we here? <laughs> we got to rewind now. Um, talking about... Conversations. Conversations. And communication. And coming... And storytelling. Coming and to... Oh, right. Freaking out. Somebody, the hoopals freak out. That's... The, yeah, we've seen that. Me freaking out. Yeah, but you don't. She doesn't go hoople level freak out. Thank It'll you. just be... I mean, you know that. If I were to say <laughs> that, you would know I was either lying or... Or delusional. So, it'll be on that scale, five... It might be a four. Four and a half, just kind of like... <sighs> Um, when did you want to go on a walk? I think I discovered the reason why, though, today. Okay. Anyway. Is it what I had said? No, it's what I had said. Which is? Maybe it's my agreeableness. Oh, yes, that's right. Right. It's when you present something, mm -hmm. I try and find a way to make it happen. Right. And that has, she has to fit that into this collection of things that she already has planned out for the day. Yeah, though I do think there's some truth to what you said. Which is things are just muddy. The way it's interesting that you described that earlier, you were saying, I want to clean. I want to, you had listed, I don't know, half dozen different things that you want to do, four or four to six. And it sounded like any of those had, there, there, it wasn't listed in order of importance. No, it's just things. Okay. 
when I, it's, which is interesting because when I have things that I want to do in a day, there are definitely things, it's like nodes and the most important ones are the biggest one. Mm. And I want to go to that one first. Mm -hmm. The other ones are all behind that in, they get fuzzier as I go. Okay. And they come into clarity once I get past that first one. It's like huh. the quest one is to do writing, huh. wake up and do writing, write something, write 500 words, whatever it is, whatever goal that I have for that day, a minimum 500 days or words off or write a minimum of 500 words. Good Lord. Then I get through that one. And then the next one is I want to go on a walk. I need to get outside. I don't want to just be stuck inside all day. And then the one after that is uh, I need a, to vacuum or I need to do the to laundry. I need to do some laundry. So there's the dis different nodes and I'm not worried. I'm not thinking about laundry until I get through the writing. It's there mm -mm. and it, it it's out there and I'm, I know I'm going to get to it, but this has to happen first. Mm -hmm. And that's not, I'm not going to skip this to get to that. Mm. Mm. You should, you would probably scratch your eyes out actually if, <laughs> if you saw some of the days that I've had where I've had you know, five different things that I want to do and I don't really have a priority. And so I'm doing all five things at once. Mm. So I'm, I'm making food while I'm cleaning up and then I'm like washing something else and then I'm watching this podcast or listening to it. And then, oh yeah, I wanted to play magic. It's like, there are all these different things and I'll, it will take me longer. So you'll have things, things cooking and like be midway through dishes and you'll jump into a game of magic? Not really. It was just an example. But oh. say the magic wasn't there, I would be cooking something and cleaning at the same well, time. That doesn't you know? sound that jumbled. If you have something that's cooking, if it doesn't need active attention, it can just be there. Yeah. If it's in the oven or on the stove. And you can have a podcast and just be listening to that. Yeah. I'm just um there have been situations where I've thought, what am I doing? <laughs> like, okay. Like, can I just. I mean, I focus? believe it. I believe it. And now I'm going to do some kettlebell while this, that's got to soak. It's got to soak for five minutes. Well, the, so. Like, the, the weird, like, gremlin part of my brain will go, no, this is good for you because you're, you're working on your working memory. Like, <laughs> you're juggling all of these things. What? You're on your working memory? Where I'm kind of juggling. What is that? I don't, I don't know that I've heard that. Working memory? I am parroting something that Dr. Drew said recently. Um, it's being able to handle multiple th things that are happening like, at once. The part of short-term memory that is concerned with immediate conscious, perceptual, and linguistic processing. Okay. People so also ask, what is an example of working memory? Examples of working memory tasks could include holding a person's address in mind while listening to instructions about how to get there or listening to a sequence of events in a story while trying to understand what the story means. I don't think what you're doing helps your working well, memory based off of those examples. But while something's cooking, I'm thinking, well, I have this long before it's done. Okay. All right. And then, so I have to come back mm -hmm. while this is there maybe stir it a couple of times that adds why not, a little complication <laughs> sure why not set a timer i do set a timer okay but but stirring and then coming and cleaning and then maybe organizing the f f f groceries or something and there's a sparkling water in the freezer oh of course there's usually almost sparkling guaranteed water in the freezer there's actually um sweet kombucha tea in the freezer right now 
know. right now. Should I take that out? <laughs> it's fine. Yes, I need to take it out, but uh, we'll deal with it. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I mean, how long has it been in there? At Since least we started 45 this? minutes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> how hot was it? It was pretty hot. It was hot to the touch on the side. Okay. <laughs> Why not just leave in front of the window like you normally do? Because I did that for an hour or two and it didn't cool down. I'm sure it cooled down some. A little bit, okay. but not enough because I have to go to bed. At whatever. All right. I'm not that crazy. I just try and do everything. Hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't always work out. Yeah, I think that's ill-advised. <laughs> so how does this channel help people with any of this? You know, I don't have an answer for you right now. And I don't even know that that's where I want the channel to go necessarily. It's just an idea because I have some ideas to use this camera in ways that the two ideas that I've I've presented don't have anything to do with helping anyone other than helping people that are watching the things that I've outlined not be bored, be entertained, to learn something, but it doesn't it, it doesn't help them in the way that I've just described of storytelling. It's not a hmm. here watch this video about this thing, the subject matter that I'm interested in learning more about. That doesn't help. I mean, I suppose it could in a real abstract way if I do well with it. I could be clear. I have this idea of doing things around Seattle and, and ideally at some point further out. I mean, it'd be really cool to travel the rest of this country. Farther out, yeah. Yeah, farther out. Um, it'd also be really cool to travel beyond this country. But as of right now, that's not, not a possibility. But I have this Anthony Bourdain style thing of me writing a script talking about the subject the 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 video the thing it wouldn't be food i, I just mean anthony bourdain and and how in most of his shows um no no reservations he, he he he's narrating throughout it so today or i don't think he starts with so today something like thailand is a land or thailand is a place of wonder and mystery people go there to escape the the humdrum of their normal life I was going to see what kind of crazy fish dish I might find, and I was told that da 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 had some of the best fish on the coast of da 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 da. And then it shows some, it, through Ozzy's talking, saying more than that, there's shots of stuff in Thailand and boats and people and somebody waving and people eating and fish and da 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 da. So it's kind of like a documentary? Yeah, I guess, I guess so. I don't know why you wouldn't call it a documentary. It doesn't seem quite right. Docu-series, maybe? Hmm. Maybe is what it was. Travel, docu-food, docu-food travel series. Something like that. Uh, so I want to do something like that around Seattle covering all kinds of things. There are people that do interviews with interesting people, but they limit that to people that are doing a thing. Like, oh, you're... Sam Schlargebarg and you make music with your guitar and you've been in a band and you're currently with the the dancing mandolins. Can you tell us about the your experience working with lead singer Bobby Schlassberg? 
oh, well, yeah, let me tell you about it. But before I get into that, I want to play you this little tune. Oh, man, that was really something. Boy, dad just come to you? No, it's been something I'm working on. Well, tell me about that. What's your creative process like? Look, I don't care to do that. There is people that are interested in, there are interesting people out there that do dick all. They'll tell you a story if you ask the right questions about how their mom is a fucking crazy crack addict, lives in a trailer park, and the last time they went to visit her, she sicked her three dogs on them, and they nearly tore their leg off before they had to jam themselves in the car, backed out of the, the gravel driveway at 40 miles an hour, killed one of the dogs in the process. Now they're dealing with the cops that are wanting to talk to him about that, but thankfully, due to all the stuff going on with the cops, the cops have left him alone for the last three months, and you know what? Hey, I think that we should have police, but it's a small wonder, and it's a, it's a little it's a little thing that I'm thankful for that they've stopped hassling me about this thing because honestly, it was my mom that sicked the dogs on me in the first place. That's an interesting story. I'd listen to that, and you don't know who has that story. You just have to ask the right questions. I ask people various questions about things when they come up to where I work about their hat, the shirt, and they just say the th things you would never expect. I mean, you might have some idea about where this is going to go, and it usually goes nowhere near that. And it just goes down in these directions. There's this guy. He came up. His total was something and some change. And to make it an even dollar amount, I needed, I think, nine cents. And we've got this take a penny, leave a penny thing. And there was definitely nine cents in there. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll just give you back an even ten, or whatever it was. Let me grab some pennies. He goes, ah, ah. And I go, what? He goes, I've got a I got a real bugaboo about that. I go, what? What? And he goes, look, just, just give me my 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 change, but don't don't use anything out of there. And I said, well, there was a line. I didn't care because I wanted to hear this. And I go, well, what what is it you don't like about the penny jar? And he goes, look, I there's like five people in line right now. They're probably not going to be happy if I spend the half an hour that it would take to explain this to you. I I'll, I can't get into it. <laughs> I just what? there's just absolutely no what? real reason he just I, I gotta know and I said well and I've seen him in there he's somewhat of a regular not an everyday regular but uh, once a week maybe every two weeks I haven't seen him since but I said I'm I'm gonna ask you about this next time I want to hear what your bugaboo is about the penny jar I gave him the ten dollars back anyways and then after he left threw the pennies in there he was none the wiser I don't think he even figured out like whatever but I want I definitely want to hear he didn't even respect the bugaboo no because I didn't want to sit there and get 91 cents of coins out when I was it was towards the end of the day I didn't want to have to crack new coin things I'm gonna mm. have to count this there was mm. reasons to what I was doing I just took the pennies threw it in the freaking change drawer there sent him on his way and I'm definitely gonna ask him when I see him again I think I'll recognize him everybody has these masks on so it's a little bit harder to face identify people but i, I want to know what the hell that's about hmm. i mean i definitely want to know what that's about and if i find out i will absolutely share the story yeah i had to look up that i've heard pet peeve have a gripe have an issue but i don't know that i've ever heard bugaboo every time i hear bugaboo i think of a destiny's child song which is not good hmm. as a not good song it's right up there with cattywampus <laughs> i look like at that this. song I got that song. That song. <laughs> oh God! That Destiny, uh, oh, Caddy no. Wampus by Destiny Child. Now that's a banger. That one slaps. 
What? I don't talk very often. I wonder why. <laughs> what? <laughs> I get really upset when I goof up. Why? Because, because I don't talk often. I don't speak You just often. roll with it. Just... Yeah. yeah. So, storytelling is what this channel is about. In various aspects, it might aim a little bit more this way at some days and then a little bit more this way at other times. Stories, and, and again, clarity in stories. Whatever stories that I'm telling, I think we meandered a lot of way, points here, and I, I'll bet, regrettably, but I'll bet there's at least one or two things in here that we did not come back around on. And that's, I'll take full blame on that because it's me that goes off on rabbit trails and fails to ch chase down the rabbit and bring it back to the main trail. But I think I do a pretty good job of tying up my subplots and bringing it back together more often than not. I hope, I think. I don't say you do. I don't know how long. We can make these two hours long, but for this first one, I think we'll just leave it at about an hour here because we have no idea how this is going to turn out, what the quality is going to be like. And I don't want people to suffer through another hour of this if it's already been tough. Sure, but we could remove it or something. That's true. Yeah. yeah it's not a big but, deal. But yeah. I think this is a good spot. I don't know. Is there anything else you want to touch on before we piece out of here? Hmm. Trying to think of any other stories, any other things. I want theater to come back. I wanted to see Tenant. I wanted to have have seen Tenant by this point. We were supposed to have already have seen it. Uh, July 11th. I it's not like we had Mulan. tickets, but yeah, Mulan. There's a, I think there was a couple others. I don't know. I don't really pay it. Oh yeah, um, we were gonna see that James Bond movie that was supposed to come out in oh, April. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because Anna, whatever her face, that gal, she's a uh, new Bond girl. She was in the Knives murder. Out. Knives Out. Yeah, yeah. Also with Daniel Craig yeah. and Blade Runner. Is she in Dune? No. For some reason, I thought she was. Anna de Armas or de 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 Armas. Yeah. Something like that. We've been painting Warhammer stuff, trying to get through that. Backlog on it isn't that massive. We're making making progress. We can show you some of that here in the, the coming days. If I you hope to have more. Yeah. More progress. More progress. It's interesting painting like a large group mm. of the same models because it's easier, but I don't know if it's any more interesting or if it's less interesting. I guess it's about the same. From afar, when I'm not painting, it seems less interesting. Hmm. Like, I don't want to do it. But then when I'm in it, I don't want to stop. Yeah, but do you think that would be stop. different if you had just a one model, mm -hmm. some unique character that you got? Would you be, would you look at it any, do you, can you think that, like you have Belsarius Crawl. Do you look at him any differently than the multiple admech dudes that you've got. I do, but it's more like a nervousness that I feel when I look at him. Just <laughs> because, because I of think, how, like, like an anxiety? He's because... an important one. Oh, so okay. if I'm going to start this new layer, I'm going to start it on a different one because I don't want to mm. goof it up on him. It I doesn't see. look good. Yeah. So I'll, I'll take one of my other little 
diddly bumps. Diddly bumps. <laughs> I don't know. Paint that instead. I know that I'm not going to be, I said this before, but I'm definitely sticking to this, buying any more things. I, we don't have that much that we've purchased anyways. You said it before, and then you bought things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's true. <laughs> Like a week or two later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe even a few days after. <laughs> Did you ever get that? What? Didn't you order something from Card Kingdom or Mox? Or no. no, no I don't no. know that it was that soon around. I haven't got anything since I said it the most recent time. <laughs> what? Two minutes ago? No. A minute ago? No. Oh. Multiple weeks ago when we were working on all this stuff. I haven't bought any. I have a decent amount of sister stuff. I, I don't know that it's enough to make a, a viable army. I think it's enough to make an army. I don't know how big the, how, what point size it would be, but I still have a, uh, emulator to build and, and I can't see because I don't have my glasses on, but I think it's a Repentia squad to build. So that's, that's it. That's not that much. Mm-hmm. And then a few things to paint. I think I've got about 10 models left to do. So it's, very manageable it's not like oh i've got this box and this box and this box like you see some of these put things on reddit where people post all this stuff and then they throw tiger king up there joe exotic and i'll never financially recover from this <laughs> that's a good meme i don't know if it's good but it's funny it always makes me chuckle <laughs> i mine's not enough to be an army at this point but there's small ones they have something in ninth edition where it's it's somewhere between, I don't know what they're calling it, but it's between kill team and a full army. Hmm. And it's... Well, the, I definitely have that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it, the whole idea is that you, you could start with kill team, mm-hmm. try some different factions out and you go, oh, okay, I like how these guys play. I want to build on that. But instead of going from, you know, a, a, whatever, a hundred bucks for a kill team to the multiple hundred for a full on army, you go, okay, there's this middle section. I don't know what it's called. I want to say Crusade, but I am pretty sure that's not it. Hmm. That's, I think, a different gameplay mode where it's more kind of RPG elements and they get experience. And hmm. I don't, I don't, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, I want to make a kill team out of this. Then I'd have four oh, kill Admex. teams. Yeah. Um, but then also one. What of Admech a kill uh-uh, team? No, I had Tau. Oh, oh you Tau, had Tau, Harlequin, and Sisters. Right. Okay. Yeah, and there's those new Admech models that came out. Those they look kind of like steampunk, mm-hmm. Victorian era Batman stuff. Oh, flyers. It's still. I'm not a big fan of the wings. Mm. I don't. It's like the the spines on the wings and the webbing. Hmm. The web. The canvas look looking is thing. Weird. Yeah. It's it's more the the shape. I see. I'm not a fan of. Hmm. But maybe if I had one before me, and I painted it after I constructed it, I'd feel different. I'm sure I would. Yeah, the thing that I always have difficulty with when I see models is imagining a different color scheme on it. Yeah. I see that and my mind just goes, either I like it or I don't. Like with the sisters, I go, oh, I like that. But then when I got my sisters, I knew I didn't want to copy all of the stuff because I just didn't want it to be the same. But then I was going, well, how how do I do it different? Yeah. How, what do I do? Coming up with your own is difficult. Like my, yeah. my sisters... I have them up here. I don't know what to call it, but they, like, they have, like, this beige white exterior. 
Here, and then the underside me, of we'll the robe. Z- we'll test the auto focus here. Is green. I don't big. even know if you can tell. It's like a washed out green. <laughs> and then maybe if I go away, will that be better? Yeah, I completely duck away. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to cancel this tracking. <laughs> Is it trying to find me? Yeah, it's oh. I, it's it's got your face in there, and it's I guess it's um, remembering it, and it's going where'd she go? Anyway, this kind of reminded me of like World War One mm, uh, color mm-hmm. scheme. That's I that's where it. I got it from, and I like it. I just I don't think it's the best, you know. Like when you think about color theory. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like mine that I did. I did a Payne's gray, gray armor, and I've got three different shades of it because we did this contrast painting thing. And then I've got the robes are blue on the outside, orange on the inside. So the orange is the more hidden one. So it's 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 reduced. Yeah, it's a common color theme or scheme: red and or blue and orange. Yeah, I'm not sure how this is going to look, but my ad mech are going to be kind of like a rusty brown, orange, red, like the metal bits on them. Mm-hmm. And then their cloaks are going to be, I can't remember the name or the word for it, but it's copper when oh, it gets oxidized. Patina. A patina. A patina gr- turquoise kind of? Yeah, like greenish yeah. blue. Okay. So they'll both be kind of off, but uh, the patina will be less saturated, like pretty desaturated. And our landlord is about to start watering, and we don't want you to have to hear that, so... We're done. Yeah. (laughs) It gets... uh, This is one of the other downsides of this place. Imagine this sound that you hear. You probably can hear it a little bit. Imagine this ratcheted up by 10. And add a screeching noise? Yeah. And you got it. Yeah. It's it's bad. Okay. Okay. if you have any advice about settings or things for the A6400, if you have it, or a lens, we have a base lens for it, which is it's sitting way about six feet away on a table and then zoomed in. Oh, I know that there are better lenses, but I don't really want to spend $1,000 on a lens. So if you know a good one that's not $1,000, let us know. Yeah. Okay.